The following podcast is for information purposes only and is not suitable for retail investors. Hello everyone and welcome back to our Chat of the Week podcast. Today is the 9th of November and I'm joined by Jade Koish. Hi Sam, thanks for having me on today. So a big story in markets this year, which we've actually covered quite extensively on this podcast, is Magnificent Seven, you know, this exclusive group of mega cap stocks which have performed so well in the face of rising rates and severely tightening financial conditions. And this has been a major driver in the positive returns in large, large cap stocks with the, um, we've seen the S&P 500 returning 16% since this time last year, last time I checked. Um, a story which maybe hasn't been covered as extensively is the underperformance of small cap stocks in contrast. So again, last time I checked since this time last year, the Russell 2000, uh, which is a US equity index made up of small cap companies, underperformed the S&P 500 by nearly 20% and actually dropped 7% in September alone. Um, and people might think, you know, this is just a US trend and this is just a, you know, a special market with the Magnificent Seven doing so well. But if we look at other major and major regional equity indices, like in the UK and also EU, we see the same trend. So, Jade, after that maybe extended introduction, what can you tell me about what's been driving this divergence? Well, I think we have to look at both sides of the story. Um, so large caps doing well and also small caps doing badly. Um, we're seeing the trend across multiple regions. So there's likely a specific factor affecting small caps disproportionately. Um, this is the impact of rising interest rates, essentially. Um, smaller companies tend to have weaker balance sheets and rely much more on debt finance projects. Um, that in itself um, means that they'll be more exposed to higher interest rates from higher financing costs. And on top of this, um, they also have different debt structures. A report from Goldman Sachs um, recently found that of the 500 companies in the S&P 500 index, just 7% of these um, held floating rate debt. Um, And this is in contrast to the Russell 2000 index, where um, an astonishing 30% of these smaller companies hold that floating rate debt. Um, You know, this is a significant difference, um, and it means that smaller companies have suffered much more um, as interest rates have risen because they haven't locked in that, those ultra-low rates that we had not, not that long ago. Another factor to consider uh, is the duration of these contracts, and we find that many smaller companies have debt payments coming up, signalling that the risk of a rise in default is quite likely, and this is making the sector less attractive to investors, particularly given the uncertainty surrounding the current economic environment. These are issues that will still affect large companies, um, but not nearly as severely because they tend to generate more free cash flow, which helps them to navigate these issues. um, And often they have more pricing power, which also means that they're able to pass this pain on to somebody else. Okay, so it seems like rate hikes are really, you know, damaging small caps disproportionately. Um, My next question leading on from this is, where does this leave small caps as an investment prospect? Um, obviously, there's a large generalisation. There are always going to be varying outcomes within the space. But looking at the on a valuation basis, the Russell 2000, the price to book ratio compared to historical averages is now is now definitely below the average. So, which in stark contrast to the S and P 500, where these valuations have now become fairly stretched. So, I guess my question is: Is there now a, a valuation opportunity in these stocks? 
Well, the big question here is whether the US will manage to engineer a soft landing or end up in a deep and or prolonged recession. And also, you know, what the Fed will be doing with interest rates going forwards. There's a lot of uncertainty surrounding this and it seems like markets change their opinion every single week. For now, this uncertainty will most likely continue to weigh on valuations, particularly in the small cap space. However, if inflation does cool at a faster rate than people expect, allowing rates to be cut sometime in 2024, which is currently um, what's being priced in, this would help alleviate the pressure on balance sheets and potentially trigger investors to return into these smaller companies if they feel comfortable that these highly leveraged companies will be able to cope. However, if the higher for longer narrative persists and we're stu somewhat um, stuck on this kind of table mountain level of interest rates, which is how the Bank of England member um, Hugh Pill described this scenario, then small, ca small caps will continue to feel a squeeze on profit margins as a result of upcoming debt repayments, which could result in further underperformance in the sector. So there's a lot still to be decided. And what we can expect, as we've seen in previous months, is that markets will react swiftly in either direction. So this is a more risky space for investors to buy into. But with that, of course, comes the potential for attractive returns. OK, thanks for that, Jane. Only, only a couple of questions today, but I think you've given quite a comprehensive picture on where we are with small caps. So thank you for your insights and hope to have you back on the podcast soon. Thanks, Tom. For professional advisors only, the views expressed are those of Momentum Global Investment Management at the time of recording and are subject to change without notice. Momentum Global Investment Management has used all reasonable efforts to ensure the accuracy of the information contained in this communication, but we cannot guarantee the reliability, completeness or accuracy of the content. This podcast is for information purposes only and does not constitute investment advice or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell. Momentum Global Investment Management, company registration number 37330094 has its registered office at the Rex Building, 62 Queen Street, London, EC4R1EB. Momentum Global Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority in the United Kingdom, registration number 232357, and is exempt from the requirements of Section 71 of the Financial Advisory and Intermediary Services Act 37 of 2002 in South Africa. In terms of the FSCA FAIS Notice 141 of 2021, published on the 15th of December 2021. For complaint relating to Momentum Global Investment Management's financial services, please contact distribution services at momentum.co.uk. Your capital is at risk.